Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm so excited to be talking to a debut novel author. His name is Matt Forgett. But what's really getting me really excited about his book is that he puts together Christmas and then horror in there. And then there's the comedy. So I'm not even sure how I can get all that together, but I'm like really intrigued. So hi, Matt. How are you today? Hi, Yogi. Thank you so much for having me. I am so like stunned because I okay, I love Christmas and I love anything horror. Me and then too. you threw in a comedy. So the book is called You Better Watch Out. And I need you to tell me everything about it, please. Oh, sure. So, uh, you know, I'm a lifelong horror film fan and horror book fan, horror everything since I was a kid. And one thing I also love is Hallmark Christmas movies. I love them. <laughs> That's so cool. I was watching this one with Jodie Sweetin from Full House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you see this one? It's where she's like the CEO of a candy cane company. And oh, the whole wow. town depends on her to make sure this candy cane company survives. Or the whole town's just going to shut down. I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing right. I've ever heard. I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if a slasher showed up? I was thinking that. Were you going to somehow... Tell me that, by the way, yeah, like a serial killer is on the loose. Yeah. But I guess the movie didn't go that way. No, no, no. It was <laughs> it was a, it's a great movie. I mean, listen, I watch it every year and they put it on. So. Oh, my gosh. The fact that they're still putting it on. Yeah. Yes, well, <laughs> those movies will never die. I love them. But let's shift to you, though, to your book. Yeah. So with, with You Better Watch Out, that was the idea is, you know, I was like, what do I love? You know, I was like, I love horror. I always wanted to be a horror writer. You know, I've written short stories. I've been published in like smaller blogs or small, um, wonderful. I don't say small, meaning not great. They're great, but they're just smaller right. places. And I thought, you know, I've always wanted to write a book. And I had this idea and it was just kind of like in my brain, just this Hallmark movie, slasher movies, horror movie, but in a book form. That is so cool. Yeah. And I just, it's just, I kept thinking about it and then... I'm a copious note taker. So I had so many notes about this and I just kept writing everything down that I thought. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to write this because I've always said I'm going to do this. When did that happen? How long ago did you start? It actually started during the pandemic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had free time. I wasn't working. And I was like, you know what? I've said I was going to write a book for years and years and years. And I've always had an excuse not to. And then I was like, I've got all this free time now. Can't go anywhere. I might as well do this, finally. Might as well attack it, huh? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is the book about, Matt? Our main character is a wonderful gal named Mary, Mary Clausen. And she is the CEO of a tinsel company in Tinsylvania, Maine. Oh. <laughs> so the whole town depends on this tinsel company. They all work there. It's a Christmas town. And into town comes Bright Harmon who is from New York City and he's, you know, he's, he's cutthroat businessman and he's going to take over her company. Oh, and of course, okay. as time goes on, they realize the magic that they feel between each other. Country girl, city guy. You know, it's like you've got mail with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. But meanwhile... I was going to say, it was starting to be really like pretty and cute book yeah. so far. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. with you. Meanwhile, there is a serial killer dressed as a reindeer 
who oh my is taking out the members of the town. And I can't tell you who it is because okay. that's part of the mystery. Is it a lot of gore in your writing, is, in your book? It, you know what's so funny is that you get these reviews from people. Some people say it was too gory. And some people oh. said it was not gory enough. Oh, so okay. hmm. I put, you know, to me, it was a, I dub it as a romantic Christmas horror comedy mystery. <laughs> so it's got all these genres, but there are a lot of death scenes and I do describe some of the things that happen. It's, it's bloody. People get killed. People you okay. like may get killed. Reminds me a little bit, just a little bit of Hot Fuzz. Because when fuzz. I saw it, yeah, when I saw it, I didn't know that it was like a vampire thing. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was a comedy, couple of cops going to the town. Yeah. And then when it happened, I was like, what just happened? I love Hot <laughs> I Fuzz. No idea. That is a great movie. Can you tell me more about your book, though? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It took about a year I would say it took about a year to finish. There was a lot of editing involved. There was a lot of scenes that I had to cut to make the book run faster. Because, you oh. know, in the end, it is it is a slasher book. It is a co- kind of comic. There, there's so many things about it, but I wanted the death scenes and the, the stalking scenes to be serious. One thing I hope that came across is that when it did come time to do the horror, that wasn't jokey. You know, that was serious. I wanted this to be a real threat. I always find it scarier when it's just regular people who they didn't ask for what's happening to them, but these bad things just start happening to them. I find that really scary. That is um, true. It's more it's more human that way. Yeah. This, you know, and one thing with, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It's more human. Exactly. Like, I, there's so many books and movies I love and stuff, but I, I was like, what, would, or what if these are just regular people? These are just regular people trying to live their lives. They're nice people, but bad things happen to nice people. So that was kind of like the idea behind a lot of what happened in there. And I love movies and books where the main character has quirks and her, you know, they have quirky friends. Uh, I always appreciate that. And so I tried really hard to make memorable characters and have funny dialogue, like dialogue that would be something that you would talk with your friends with or your parents or your coworkers. Some of the scenes where I wrote the dialogue are very inspired by conversations I've had with people in my life. Because when you're friends with somebody and you love somebody, and, and we meet someone for the first time and you like them, you mm-hmm. don't always have just a conversation like, hi, how are you? You have all these crazy conversations and I kind of right. wanted to capture that feeling. I hope I did. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to reading something like that. Absolutely. Awesome. But I appreciate from what you've told me so far is that even though you're calling it a comedy it's more it's more like there's wit to it it's not like it's not like oh you're just gonna laugh your butt off because somebody just died there's yeah (laughs) yeah i wanted it to be very serious yeah from what i'm gathering it's more like the comedy part it's like the witty part of looking at just happen exactly how was it writing from the romance aspect or even the horror aspect or even the witty part, what part did you find harder to write? You know, that's a really great question. I think in a way it's all hard and easy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like some things came so naturally and so easily to me in certain respects, but then there were scenes that I rewrote a hundred times. I just want to get it right. And I, I don't, I don't know if other writers or artists out there are like this, but I always have a tendency like, I'll write something and I go back because I think of 87 more ways it could go or <laughs> how I could change this or I could add this. It's really funny to walk the line between being humorous and being scary. I was trying to find that line because, like I said, I wanted people to find the characters amusing, but I didn't want them laughing when people died. 
Right. I just read my first cozy mystery with my co-host of the other show. And, you know, a couple people died in the book, but it was all, it was serious in a way, but then it was also like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person got stabbed. I need to yeah. go on this date anyway, kind of thing. I didn't <laughs> hate it. And I appreciate cozy mysteries, <laughs> but I feel like how you're talking about your death scenes in your book isn't flimsy like that. It's a little bit deeper than that. So I, I really like that. <laughs> I appreciate it. I did want, I did want people to be scared a little bit. Like I, let a few friends read it and I would ask them, I would say, does the humor of the book ruin the scary scenes? You know, have I crossed the line? Because I did want when people read it, because in the end, I love horror and I want to write horror. And in the end, I wanted people to be scared. I want people to kind of like look at, make sure their doors are locked or double check under the bed. That works I for just, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, till this day, I still don't dangle my legs <laughs> over my bed. Like, yes, on the side I'm of the my same. Bed. I don't. I check them in the shower curtain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so to call it, you better watch out. It's also kind of kind of like a catchy phrase, though, because one, it's Christmas book, but yet, mm-hmm. yet it's kind of a warning. Did that come to you naturally, just calling it that? Because the cover of your book is pretty interesting, too. It's kind of fun. Oh, thank yeah. you. Well, the artist <laughs> is my better half. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so I will pass that along. Um, <laughs> That was one of those things where I had originally called the book Mary and Bright because the characters' names are Mary and Bright. Oh, I I just got that. that. (laughs) Yeah, well, I thought that was very clever and I thought I was so funny. And my editor said, no, that's not going to work. It's too confusing because people are going to think it's a romance novel. He was like, you want people to know right away that you're trying to scare them. So he suggested you better watch out. And I was hesitant at first Mm -hmm. about the title change because there are so many other things called You Better Watch Out. So I was like, ah. So I resisted it a little bit. But then as time went on, you know, sometimes you need to sit with something, you know, especially when it comes to your work. You know, you know this very well. So I sat with it. And then I came to the agreement, you know, I do need to let people know from the title what they're getting into. (laughs) So he was very insistent that we change the title. We had a lot of ideas, but yeah, when it was being written the whole time, it was called Marion Bright. So how did it feel this being your debut novel when you got your fiscal copy, you know, before Uh, you set it out in the world, I guess? Yeah. How did that feel? That's, you know, I love this question because that (laughs) it's so amazing to hold your work in your hand. Honestly, it's, I mean, this is going to sound really cheesy, but it's true. It's a lifelong dream. I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always wanted to be an author. And you see it. And it's like the completion of this work. Like, it's amazing to me to think that it started off as this little idea and then became a book. And it's out in the world. And it's, it's a scary feeling. It's a great feeling. But when you see, like, I worked so hard on this and I, as goofy as some parts of the book are, I really put my heart and my time into it. So, but to me, just talking to you, I could see you in this book, you know, even though I just kind of <laughs> met you, this book really encompasses your, your talent and, and just Thank you. your approach to this, which is great with it being your debut novel. Do you want to continue writing something similar to this? And I'm not talking about, you know, romance and horror and com- just yeah. something <laughs> more shifting toward the horror part since that's, oh, like, yeah. You like more? My next book should be out in the beginning part of next year. I'm in the editing process. It is more horror-centric. One of the things with my writing that I've always found, because I've taken a million writing classes, and I still, I think one thing that's important for a lot of writers is to keep practicing your writing and to read a lot, because I'm a big reader. 
and I constantly take writing classes because, you know, it's great to have people to bounce things off of. And the next novel is much more horror-centric. However, I've noticed that even if I try, I can't get away from kind of quirky conversations. That's just right. who I am. So <laughs> I feel like that's my signature is that you're going to get the horror. And this one won't be as jokey as You Better Watch Out. It's Mm -hmm. definitely more like meant to scare you, but I've noticed the conversations, the people who have read it so far are like, these conversations are insane, you know, (laughs) but I feel like that's how friends talk to each other. And I, I feel like maybe that's my, that's my thing. I really like you putting that in your books because it also shows characters. It also Mm -hmm. show that not only do you care about the events that happen in your book, you also care about the characters themselves. Then yes. it makes me care more. It makes me be like, no, don't kill so-and-so. Or, <laughs> yeah. or I can't believe yep. this person got chopped up. And I'm it's laughing so scarier, about it. Right? But. <laughs> I, I think it's much scarier if you care about the people. Yeah, in the absolutely. Um, I started reading this like short story. It's a horror short story. Just real quick, the guy, you know, he's he's kind of hitchhiking and he goes to this small town. And I was like, why is he hitchhiking? I need to know this. <laughs> and I like within the first five pages, I was like, I need to know things. Yes. And I feel like you're going to kind of round all that out with your books, which is nice. So. I hope so. <laughs> can you tell me more of you as an author? What else can you tell me? Sure, that? yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for asking. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm a big pop culture person, but I am more pop culture from like the 80s and 90s. You'll notice a lot of the references I use. Yes, like I'm very <laughs> like, I'm not hip to what the kids like these days. <laughs> I'm very stuck in like, I love the 80s and I love the 90s. I like the 70s. I like the early 2000s. You know, and the characters I write about, Mary and Bright are in their 40s. So I'm not writing about, I, you know, young people are wonderful, but I don't think there's a lot of books where, especially horror books where the protagonists are older. That's true. And, it's either you're an 18 year old yeah. <laughs> or you're like 70 years old. It's just yeah. one or the two. So I so, hear yeah. you. I wanted someone who was born in the 70s and grew up in the 80s. And yeah, and I just wanted like, when I write, I listen to a lot of music and soundtracks or I'll put on something comforting, like a comforting horror film or Hallmark Christmas movies that I've seen 8 billion times. (laughs) Two shows I watch a lot on repeat are Cougar Town and Happy Endings because they're so funny and fast. I love Happy Endings. I have never met anyone who loves that (laughs) show. We watch it. Well, I think there's only three seasons or um, I watch it. I think we watch it every other month. Like it's, it's such a good show. Every so little quirky. line is great. Yes. So. <laughs> and, yeah. The dialogue, I, that's something I modeled a lot of the dialogue after in the book is the quirky conversations and how fast paced they are and how, how friends talk to each other and how right. they have these ludicrous conversations, but it reveals who they are. Like, I love Dave and his V-neck. Oh, yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah, just those, like, little character things. I tried to throw in as many as I could. It's hard, though, because you don't want to overload the audience or the reader with so much information about each character. And I always have lots of details. I'm very detailed as a writer. I write lots of detail. Um, which, again, that's one of those things that either people really like or people are like, ugh, enough, you know? So, can't oh, make everyone happy. I think I'm sure you you found a good balance between the two. Since you love horror, can you give me a couple of horror movies that really get oh, yeah. to you? I know um, that's a loaded question. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the, in the end of the book, there's an acknowledgement. One of the acknowledgements is to my father who, when I was a kid, he let me watch Friday the 13th part three on TV. 
And that was it. That was it. That movie did it for me. That like, did it. Yep. I was like, I am a horror fan and I saw everything. I mean, to this day, I mean, Halloween, the original, that's my favorite horror movie of all time. The original Black Christmas. I love Friday the 13th. I love A Nightmare on Elm Street. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Scream. The Fog. The Thing. Um, <laughs> there's so many, you know, there's, so, it's like endless. The first movies I ever rented were April Fool's Day at Chopping Mall. And I love those movies. <laughs> you know, it, I just feel like those things, I'm sure you relate to this and a lot of people do. Those things stay with you your whole life, you know? Absolutely. I think you love those things from your childhood more than you ever love things as an adult. Absolutely. You know? I and loved uh, Child's Play. Oh, really? Yeah. And Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Poltergeist so. was, uh, was a good one for me. <laughs> and those are, I feel so. like, it, you know, I've seen Jaws and I've seen Alien probably a thousand times each. I never get tired of them. It's just one of these things where I'm always ready. There's a great movie called Popcorn that I highly recommend. It's this underrated, quirky little movie, and I just love it. And that's another one where those are movies I would just put on. You know, and of course, the original Scream. I know what you did last summer. Like, I could just put all those on, and I'm just happy all day long. I feel like I can keep talking to you about this for a good while. <laughs> but I should, like, reel us back into with your book. So, Matt, where can we get your book? Oh, please go to Amazon. It's available on Amazon, and I would appreciate and love if you would support it. So, Matt, do you have anything else to add to, to the show? Just a thank you to you and a thank you to every single person who, you know, says nice things about me on social media or who supports the book. I really can't say how much I appreciate it. As cheesy as it sounds, this is a lifelong dream. So you are supporting a person. I don't have this enormous book company behind me. So I rely on kindness of readers and of people like you who help get my name out there and help you know, get some attention towards the book. Yeah, I can't say how much it means to me. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. I I support things like this. I, it does sound cheesy in my head when I say I support like dreams and stuff, but yeah, this is really, this is not just something that, oh, I dreamed of having this, you know, purse. I, you know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. like that. But this is something that you, your blood and tears that went into this. Yes. You know? and my pa- yeah, your passions. It's a dream. It's it's amazing to be a part of this. And, you know, there's always good with the bad, but I try to focus on the good. And like, I, you know, when I see these people and they write me these nice messages and they say, I laughed so hard during your book. I was so scared. It's a great feeling. It, it really, you know, and you know, as well as I do, the world is a hard place. So Absolutely. sometimes, yeah, sometimes like that, those kind of kindnesses, they go very far. I didn't ask this. Sorry. But no, how was your publishing part? Once you were done and you're having to get into book form, how was that process? Uh, you know, I emailed a, about a billion publishers and got a billion oh, no's. And then I just went out on my own and started my own publishing. And then... I heard that's sometimes the better way to go. That's yeah, what I heard, at least. I, you know, nobody wanted it. And that's okay. You know, no, you know... Well, I think, we want it. <laughs> thank you. I, thank you. Who cares I, about them? We only have so much time on this earth and I'm going to be cheesy again, but we only have so much time and there's only so much joy. And I want, I I was like, you know, regardless of what happens, I want to be able to say that I did this. Congratulations. And I'm looking forward to, to having you back for your next book. Oh, please. It's it's on the show that you can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> but thank you, Matt, for just showing us your passion and showing me 
how even though it's tough, but you were able to do it and do it with such joy and excitement and scary for the horror part because I, I love all that. So I really appreciate that. Instead so much. of me reading like three different books at the same time, <laughs> it's nice to get something that's this clever. Um, I love so I'm, I'm going to let you go. And thank you again, because I'm sure you're quite a busy man. But have a good day, Matt. Thank you so much. You You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye.